G'day guys, Shane from Cradover Coffee with the first espresso shot of the year. Now, last year I was doing espresso shots pretty much when I'm driving around, but this time I've changed it. Well, actually, I still do the same. I get my iPhone out and I record what I'm thinking at that time. However, what I'm doing now is listening back to it and then recording it in my dojo with my lapel mic. So just a little clearer than having to listen to uh, traffic noise, indicators, people swearing at me and those sorts of things. So um, yeah, uh, and when I'm doing the espresso shots, I'm always thinking about what the title is going to be because that is a, when you're looking at any like YouTube videos or um, podcast or book titles, like you, you want a standout title, something that grabs the attention of the viewers and I'm not really that creative. So unlike, you know, clickbaity YouTube videos, um, guys, guys, like I, I, I don't like to look down on anybody or make any negative comments or anything, but some of the karate clickbaity ones, um, like Jesse Enkamp ha has sort of reverted to clickbait top and I understand I, I get it like that's how you get the audience and that is is the evolution of um, videos and how we consume media but uh, yeah anyway I'm, I'm just not not a big fan of it I, I used to really enjoy his videos maybe you know seven years ago ten years ago was it when like he had a blog and I used to really enjoy the blog and I suppose with with his with Jesse's and I've spoken to him a couple of times via email or Facebook. I've never met him in person, um, but uh, I'm sure he doesn't listen to this podcast, but if he does, fantastic. Uh, but originally he was giving out really fantastic uh, insights into, into karate, specifically Okinawan karate and an opening, uh, peeling back layers really of, of karate. And now it seems like his videos are more like shock value. Um, and if you haven't seen the Steven Seagal one, it came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, pause my podcast, go and, go and watch it straight away. There's two, there's two videos. Uh, two things came out, came out of that for me. One, it made Steven Seagal look even worse. And two, oh, I, thought it looked, I thought it made Jesse look even worse as well. So... Um, and again, I've never met the guy. Seems like a nice fellow, but um, maybe he's 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 going down a different path than what was what he originally set out to do. Um, but anyway, uh, it's hard. It's it's really hard. It's really hard to make money in karate if you don't have a full time full time dojo, or if you are not a well known. I mean, even the well known uh, karate car, you know, they don't. They don't travel the world doing seminars uh, and making millions of dollars. Certainly not. You can make millions of dollars, but you've got to be, you've got to have your own dojo, a few, maybe a few locations. Um, and even then, a million dollars is, is tough work. But anyway, I, I digress. So I'm getting, getting back to what I was originally talking about. What is the title? So for this one, I thought motivation for training because I'd been, I've been struggling with a bit of motivation for my own training, not so much teaching, but definitely for my own motivation 
Um, and I was talking to a colleague on the weekend. He's got his own full-time dojo um, and trying to juggle between running a, a full-time dojo and your own training, it's, it's really difficult. Um, even if you don't have your own full-time dojo, if you're teaching two, three, four times a week, it's hard to, to try to get your own training in um, because when you're teaching a class, you know, if it, depending on what you're doing in the class, it's hard to, to jump in and train in that class. And even if you do train in that class, you're not going 100% because you're still concerned or worried or trying to help other members in that dojo. Kumite is a little different. Kumite is a little, little bit easier to get into it, but when you're doing, you know, kata, kata kion, kobudo, anything that is quite technical, um, intricate, then you, you need to be able to show it to one person, the next person, and maybe pairs. And of course, when you're teaching, you know, for, for my dojo, for my adult training, 80% of the class is um, partner work. So if there's even numbers, fantastic for the members. But if it's even numbers, then I don't get a chance to practice. So, you know, like, so th those, those, those things make it a, a, a bit difficult um, to, to do. And then depending on how you structure the class. So, so now for all of my classes, we have a lesson plan. All of the plans are, sorry, all the plans, all the lessons are planned out and the instructors, all they do is pick it up, look at it and know what to teach. And that's great. That's really, that's fantastic for the members and, and good for me too, and good for the instructors. So, um, but previously, if I wanted to work on a specific technique or a, or, or a, a new throw or a drill or cutter or something, then I would, that the, the class would revolve around that, but that's not very fair for the members. It's great for me. And generally they wouldn't know either what I'm doing, but you know, for the, for, for the members, it's not the greatest thing. So, so now we just, I, I try to stick to the lesson plan as much as I can. Um, that way everybody gets a chance to practice. So, so there's a, even a, a little harder for me to, to get my own training in. Um, and because I don't do competitions any longer, I really zero want for comp for competition. Um, it gets even harder. So before in another episode, I met, I um, talked about the preparation for competition and I would wake up 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning, go to the gym or go to the dojo or go to the gym and the dojo because actually they were next to each other and they still are next to each other. Not that I go to the gym anymore, but at the time when I was competing. So I would go to the gym for half an hour and then go to the dojo for half an hour or 45 minutes or an hour or whatever it was. And that was great because you get into a habit of, of, of training. And I had the end goal, the end goal of being in the state team and winning a national championship, um, which I didn't, I came second, but yeah, it's close enough. And, um, and so without that motivation, without that drive to compete, you know, it's, it's hard, it's hard to do that, competition style training. I was doing kumite, so sparring. So that takes a lot of, because you, you know, kumite is a two person, one, one on one. That's how you, that's how you train. So to do solo training, uh, when there is not a, um, a moving target that takes, that takes a lot of discipline and, but I was good at it. And then, and, um, actually the reason I, 
I did another episode of this too, but the reason I stopped competing was for for the preseason training. So maybe it was January or something like that. Um, I got up at four o'clock. <clears throat> excuse me. Went to the dojo, and oh, that reminds me. I better drink my cold drip, cold brew, whatever you want to call it. Yum yums. So when I got to the dojo, and honestly, I did about ten minutes of training. And I just sat down and realized I didn't want to do it anymore. I had zero motivation. Everything that I had before was gone. So I knew right then, right then and there, that my competition days were were over. So without without a competition to to train for, you know, the the motivation to training was was pretty lack lackluster. Um, and then you've got COVID. My God, COVID came. So that that my motivation for my own personal training that took a hit because there was no there were no trips to Okinawa or Japan. After I competed. I was going to Okinawa, Japan, Korea, um, at least once a year. And that was great because I'd have to stay relatively fit and, and, and um, karate fit, I suppose. <clears throat> Kata fit, kumite fit uh, for the training. So that was great that, that I had something to sort of train for. But then COVID, no international travel, um, no competition training for my guys. So when there's a competition, I try to keep... I try to compete with them as well to, to give them some some sort of moving target, something that hits back and is maybe faster than faster or longer than them or a bit more experienced. So I tried to do that as well. But yeah, again, there was nothing. So a couple of my guys in the Australian team, you know, they, they didn't do their own training. So their level, their skill level dropped. Um, but it wasn't until and then and then the dojo got bigger. So like physically the dojo got bigger because we were we were more members were joining which is a good thing i mean that's what i was trying to do so the business side of of the my karate journey um took over more so than my karate training and it's not like i wasn't tra i'm training in the class and teaching and and learning about this like i'm i was still you know it was all about karate karate first business second but for a period of time business sort of crept forward first and the, my karate sort of went went backwards a little bit, uh, and then we opened uh, a new location, and that took that took precedence. And um, so my karate went back and back and back and back. And and it wasn't uh, maybe six weeks ago I started. I made a made a decision that I needed to do my own training again and fall in love with with karate again. It's not like I fell out of love, I suppose, but I, I fell out of love with training myself and the discipline side of it and you know the the um motivating my brain to to do the training so i started picking up the bow more and started started flicking the bow around or swinging the bow as uh, my friend michael hagan likes to say and i really enjoyed swinging the bow again and that got me back into into the into the swing of training myself so i try it's 45 minutes a day I try to to spend on on training, whether it's uh, well Thursday nights. Thursday night is our standalone kumite class, so forty five minutes is easy because that class is an hour and a half, sometimes two hours. So that is sweet. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I come early to the dojo in the morning and and start swing one. So Monday is karate kata, uh, Tuesday is kobudo, uh, normally kobudo kata as well. 
Wednesday is bag work. So we've got we've got standalone bag, like big bags. So you do bag work. Uh, and Thursday is, uh, is Kumite. And Friday, Friday morning, Friday I take a, a rest. I take a, a break on the Friday. And Saturday, generally we do the, the Saturday class and I, and I jump in as well. So there's four days that I'm specifically doing my own training for, for karate. So that's gotten me back into, into um, the swing of, of personal development and, and personal training. And sometimes you just have to kick yourself right in the ass and get, and get back to training. So if you're, if you're lacking a bit of motivation, just take a step back and have a think about why why are you doing karate? What what is the purpose of of your training? Um, and then, you know, have a chat to your instructor. If if you are an instructor, look at yourself in the mirror and say, no, I want I want my students to look at me and say that that, that guy trains, not not just teaches. I want to be an instructor that trains, not just walks around and corrects. So, if if you're an instructor who just instructs fantastic that's that's good but for me that's not the what the instructor that uh, i want to be i want to be able to train with my students hit bags do sparring do cutter together i want them to look at me and say that's that's what i want to that's what i want to look like when i'm doing cutter that's what i want to look like when i'm doing corridor i don't want to be a 140 kilo um, instructor who can barely lift his knee knee up so i want to be the role model for not only my adults, but but also for my for my for the kids as well, and also definitely for my son. So, anyway, that's my motivation. My, my, my motivation is back, baby. What is your motivation? Love to hear it. Let me know in the comments. But don't forget, we are on Instagram as well. I haven't uploaded any of the new episodes or or the new titles yet. I'm still putting the old ones up. But jump in and and, and uh, like it as well and follow it's karate over coffee uh, you can also contact me via facebook as well and check out karateovercoffee.com for all the the older episodes and karateovercoffeeshop.com uh, we've got all the merch as well anyway guys i'd love to hear from you i'll speak to you soon see ya